Wallace Mike down at Mike's Golf Shop where we buy golf clubs and now we buy music gear almost every single day. Hey, guess what? Today's Tuesday and all you people out there know what that means. You know I'm going to ask for context. <laughs> the worst thing y'all could have done was, was give me this job. <laughs> what is Tuesday? What does it mean? Uh, well, today is actually Tuesday, today right? Today is Tuesday. So there's yeah. a place in Chattanooga called Mike's Golf Clubs where that's what he does. <laughs> and he has a bunch of like commercials on YouTube where for like 30 seconds he's just saying, we buy golf clubs. <laughs> We buy golf clubs. That's the whole commercial. <laughs> You're the all-time great for sounds. Oh, nobody point, else is ever allowed. Yeah, we're not allowed to touch that. Put your name on it. Take it home with you. That's crazy. Hey, man. You're having way too much fun. I with that, man. Way too much fun. <laughs> welcome one. Welcome all. Welcome near. Welcome far. Welcome to the greatest, the greatest podcast, sports podcast in the world. Burr. It's a true statement. Somebody said podcast. Fellas, how you feeling? How was your weekend? What'd you get into? <laughs> Buying golf clubs. <laughs> I mean, uh, <clears throat> took a trip to uh, Jacksonville, um, hung out with some in-laws, and also took the family to see Monster Jam. Nice. Haven't nice. been to Monster Jam since I was probably in elementary school. I've never been. See it, oh, it's great. And I got uh, got my son into Gravedigger. I was going to say, Gravedigger is still a thing? Gravedigger is still a thing. Still puts on a good show, man. Of course he does. Is that, yeah. a, is that a person? That's a car. It's a truck. Not a car. It's a truck. It's, a, it's an automobile. It's a monster truck. It's a monster so truck. So Gravedigger is like oh the God. most iconic monster truck ever. So he's LeBron. <laughs> got it. Crickets. No, yeah, we, yeah, we, yeah, we got the cricket. No, we, no, we're just gonna let you have it. <laughs> All right. Um, somebody said po- podcast is sponsored by the Red somebody Lady stumbling. Rum Punch, the official beverage of the Somebody Said Podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, partake. It's in seventy-two stores. Uh, probably about thirty locally. So you should be able to see it on the shelf at your nearest liquor store, um, convenience store, maybe. Um, check it out and. Also, the Somebody Said podcast is sponsored by Window to Wall Solution. Three six nine. Where they build a dream home for a reality price. I hate this show. I see where this show is going. That's not how I want to promote my business. <laughs> well, this camera is on you. It's definitely on you. So it's out there. Yeah. Also, um, subscribe to the website, man. Get on the website. Check it out. Breeze has got a plethora of articles on the website. Got some stuff coming. Got, a, got some in, stuff coming. Enlighten us. What you got? Got some teasers? Um, I, I, have not, I have not been dropping Lakers. Mm. Lakers talk like I should. Um, Miami starting spring ball. We hired coordinators. Apparently, we have a staff now. So yeah. I'm assuming we're going to play football. 
So um, yeah, I got some I got some stuff in the tuck. Okay. My my stuff is old now. At this point, I got to come up with some new stuff because I I had a, a portal article that I just left, like three paragraphs, just left it. Your drafts if, are loaded. Yeah, I'm about I'll, to say, I'll if, have you, to if wait, you start I'll dropping stuff wait. now, it'd be weird because like this is supposed to be like the downtime in sports. <laughs> so if you come up with stuff to write, that'd be that'd be great. I'm thinking about why March Madness is going to be better than most people think. Ooh, I think it's going to be really good because there's no there's no stars. There's no. Well, I'll leave it. Um, give it, give it to them how they supposed to get it. Gotcha, gotcha. I mean, you can't give it to them dry though. You got, you got to nah, it up. I'm you not going, not going down that road. Move it up. Yep, yep. Check, check out the website. Check go. out the website. Yeah. Also, subscribe to the YouTube at uh, Somebody Said Sports. Um, go check out our recent video. Um, like, share, subscribe. Also, follow us on Instagram at Somebody Said Podcast. It's a good follow. Actually, do you guys follow that um, that account? I do. It's it's really good. Great follow. A lot of content. I, I don't know who's running it, but he's doing a heck of a job. He stays on top of it. I have to tell people. For some reason, people always find the Instagram, and I'm like, by the way, I'm not on it. Like, I know you know me. So if you send something, and they and they're looking like, who is this rando? It's because it's not me that runs it. I, I don't know who it is, but my whoever, manager found is. it. My manager was going to send me some. She's like, I found the podcast on Instagram. I want to send them to you. I was like, Well, kind of glad you didn't because I don't run. So, I, so I got to be more I, Instagram. No, no, do you? Got to be more careful. It's sports. Go ahead. Also, follow us on Twitter at somebody said pod, um, where you could kind of go back and forth with Breeze about random topics if you feel like it. Everything. I got. I got. I got jumped. You got jumped on Twitter. Yeah, like last week. About what? Um, I'm about to say you got jumped in comment, right? You didn't call nobody. You just took the jumping. It was yeah, it was, it was a Twitter jumping, which is fine. Uh, I told I, I got into I don't know how I end up in a, a back and forth about Kansas basketball, which turns mm. into Big Twelve basketball. And I I told the guy I'm like, there will be no Big Twelve teams in the Final Four. Huh? He was like, Big Twelve is by far the best conference. I'm like, honestly, how? And I didn't keep going back and forth because oh, we have like. Eight ranked teams. I'm like, so you're the SEC of football, is what I was thinking. But then, like, I said the last thing I said, and like a bunch of other like cronies jumped in, and I'm like, I let them just argue amongst themselves. But I'm like, I told them like, save this. There would be no Big Twelve teams in the Final Four. And then you put the finger up, and left. that was it. All right. Well, follow us on all the socials. Um, you've got them all. I got a hot Make it happen for, for March Madness too. I got random one of tease. Uh, Northwestern is going to go to the Elite Eight. That is a hot take. All right. Let's get into somebody <laughs> said <laughs> trivia. Jerk. Uh, I went to UCLA for $400. You're going to love it. Tell your old man to drag this 70s UCLA and Trailblazer Center and Lanier up and down the court for 48 minutes. Kareem? Who is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? No! <laughs> You're the one who delivered the line, but it was about Bill Walton. Oh. <laughs> oh I said, oh. <laughs> and his name was Kareem. Yes. Come on. I mean, yeah, it's Kareem messing up his own quote. Come on. All right, fellas. Um, I tried to give you easy questions this week, so I split it. I split it down the middle. I don't. I don't know what's going on with this guy. Yeah, right like now. what? I know what. Whatever. Well, What's the, what's the gripe with me? None, man. Go ahead. No gripes, host. All right, so it's, it's Bears and Bucks questions. Oh, wow. Split right down the middle, three apiece. 
Interesting. Wait, am I getting the Bears question? I mean, am I getting the Bucks questions? I'm assuming. You're both getting the questions. Right, we both get all questions. Yeah. Oh, okay. Breeze. Of course, you start with me. Who was the first? No head, pressure. Who was the first head coach for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Ooh. A. John Gruden. B. Lehman Bennett. C. John McKay. D. Ray Perkins. The only I only know two of those names. I'm just gonna be honest. Okay. I'm gonna go with John McKay. I'm pretty sure that's not it. John oh. McKay. C. John McKay it is. Look at that. Look at you. Big time. Pump. What quarterback led the Buccaneers to the their first winning season? A, Doug Williams. B, Steve DeBerg. C, Steve Spurrier. Mm. D, Vinny Testaberti. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to go... Doug Williams. Yeah, give me Doug. Doug it is. Mm. Shout out to that black man. Shout out to Grandma. Last day of Black History Month, by the way. It is. It is. I I got thoughts, but okay. I'll leave. <laughs> I'm going to sound like Herm and Asha. That sounds like a dissertation, not thoughts. I'll write an article. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Breeze, what quarterback did the Tampa Bay Buccaneers trade away for Second and fourth round draft picks in 1987. Ooh. A. Bernie Kosar. B. Steve Young. C. Vinny Testaverde. D. Tread Dilfer. I think it's Vinny. I'm going to go with Steve Young. Steve, Steve Young. That was one of our biggest mistakes. Bang, bang. Not the biggest, though. One of, yeah, and one then, of them. And then what was the biggest? Not being able to get Bo Jackson. <laughs> right Flubbing that whole deal No literally flubbed it Flubbed it A flubbing Also not paying Doug Williams uh, Who got you to yeah. What back to back NFC championship games I think Yeah yeah. But well you know Whatever Give me Doug Williams And, and Bo we, Jackson And then we also uh, Dump coach Yeah Dungy Yeah Pump A lot of mistakes In that organization Ah uh, yes look, look who's talking Here we go What are we doing right now just say it though. <clears throat> Mr. Pat Mahomes. Here we go. Wow. Call for him. Pump, where were the Chicago Bears founded? A. Branson, Missouri. B. Chicago, Illinois. C. Decatur, Illinois. D. Peoria, Illinois. Did I say that right? Peoria. Peoria. Nobody goes there. That's cool. Peoria. Decatur. Decatur was good. <laughs> mm-hmm. Decatur it is. Decatur Staley's. The other Decatur. The other Decatur, yes. I don't I don't think this is fair that, that Breeze gets to answer Bears questions behind me. That's just the way it goes, man. Of cookies. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Sound the cookie crumbles. <laughs> Jerk move. Whatever. Keep it rolling. Breeze, what rap song did the 1985 Bears record? A, Super Bowl Shuffle. B, Super Bowl Shoutout. C, Super Bowl Swag. D, Super Bowl Swing. It was a shuffle. Yeah, it was one of the greatest rap songs of all time, Super Bowl Shuffle. See, these are easy. I don't like that you get to answer Bears questions after me. (laughs) (laughs) All right. 
Final question. Such a jag. <laughs> Hate this show. <laughs> Breezy can only tie. Pump, you can win it all. Let's go. Pump. Hmm? What defensive formation did the Chicago Bears defensive coordinator Buddy Ryan pop- popularize? Hmm. A, the 46 defense. I don't think that's it. B, the 3 4 defense. Ooh, that makes C, sense. the 38 defense. Mm-hmm. D, the 4 3 defense. Oof. Okay, that's tough. 3 4 sounds good because that's like Walter Payton, 34 defense. Dude, stop milking this. Um, <laughs> 38. He's breaking it down for us. He's milking. Like. Ooh, Our like, viewers like may not know. Special, I get to, it. You know what I mean. That that sounds like something cool. Like all oh, the thirty eight defense, thirty eight special. That that sounds interesting. Um, I think four three's been around. I'm gonna go a forty six defense. Four six bear. <laughs> Call it four six bear. It's like giving you the Tampa two question. <laughs> Honestly, when you first thought, I'm like, I, I, yeah, I thought about, about a Tampa two question. Like, uh, uh, what was the answer? Uh-uh. <clears throat> it was the 46. Whether you like it or don't like it, sit down and look at it because it's the best going today. Woo! Y'all welcome. I, I, I knew great you were coming with something. You're trash, but great clip. Wow. So did you guys like my questions this week, or do I have to step it up another notch? I felt like I tried to cater to your interests and your teams. I mean, I don't have to be catered to. I mean, I do 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 whatever your your heart inclines you to. Okay, I like boxing. Being, it is next. Week. I like being catered to. We're not doing this. It, moving on. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so we we, we miss our guy Chai. We didn't have him last week. Uh, we got some mailbag this week. Let's get into it. Let's do it. Here's the mail. It never fails. It makes me wanna wag my tail. When it comes, I wanna will. Mailbag Question numero uno Connor McDavid Became the fifth fastest player in NHL history To score 800 points In terms of records Everyone is focused on Ovechkin Trying to pass the all-time goals mark What does that feat of by McDavid mean For where he could ultimately finish (sighs) That boy good Sounds like it that boy's really good. Uh, yeah. Uh, we were just looking up the <laughs> the stats and who he's ahead of. And <clears throat> some of these names that he's already beaten out, um, Steven Stamkos, Alex Ovechkin, uh, Patrick Kane, Sidney Crosby, who the <clears throat> he's never going to catch – Obviously, Wayne Gretzky. No. I don't even think that that's what this question is even really about, right? His, Ovechkin's not going to catch Gretzky in goals either. He's not. No, and Chai, I think he kind of he's trying to insinuate that without saying it, though. What? That, no, I know he's, he's trying, trying, he's trying to he's lead into that. that. I know what he's getting at. Yeah. It, it, it's not, again, it's not sexy. Uh, you know, assistant hockey is like hitting, you know, singles and doubles in, in baseball. It's great. It's a great stat. And obviously it affects the game more than you probably realize, right? It's like when we watch basketball and you see that the team has 40-something assists for the game. It's like, oh, man, they're really moving the ball. But you don't really see that in the points. You're looking at the points. Goals are like home runs. Axel Vechkin is out here hitting home run after home run after home run. And it's fun to watch. And he's racking up these points and scoring goals. 
especially in an era where the goalies are the same size as the net. Yeah, no. Right. So yeah. what he's doing is honestly, it's it's a crazy feat, and I think it's it, it maybe it's a little bit more to talk about because of that. I think it is harder right now in the NHL to score to score goals than it was back when Gretzky was doing it. And it's not a thing. It very much is mm-hmm. much so harder now. Yeah. The game is much more closed off. Mm-hmm. It used to be a very wide open game. Uh, I'm, I'm going to make contradicting statements right now. First one, I think points, particularly assists in hockey, are a little less fun because you get the hockey assist. Mm-hmm. Literally, it's called a hockey assist where I pass the pump, pump passes the unk, unk, you score. Mm-hmm. In any other game, I don't get on the stat sheet for that. Right? right. If it's basketball, only he gets the assist. If it's... I don't know, whatever other it's like a soccer. assisted tackle or something. You you jumped on the pile. Kinda. The t- it's yeah. like, dude, like you were you were a whole extra motion away from the goal being scored, but in hockey that counts. So maybe that's why I guess it gets diminished a little bit. But now I'm gonna con- contradict myself and say it also says that you are around a lot of scoring. You could be scoring yourself, but you're around a lot of scoring. And to me, Ovech is a shot chucker. I'm sorry. He is. I'm sorry. He's a shot chuck. He's a volume shooter. Like, he's if that, you shoot enough, you're going to score enough. He's that old white guy in the rec league that just takes every jump shot. Literally. He's, the, he's, rec, he's the rec league chucker. Now, now he, he's, a, he's a pretty good shooter. You leave him open, mm-hmm. he's, he's draws in it. Right. Okay. But he's not creating his own shot like that. Like, Ovechkin's literally just shot chucking. Um, and it doesn't diminish his accomplishments, but it's like, dude, you also just shoot a ton. Yeah, you're good at it, but also you just shoot a ton. So, to me, and this is what I think Charles getting at, the McDavid feat should be talked about more than Ovechkin chasing the the great one's all time goal record. One, he's not going to get it. Let's just stop. Like this, this isn't this isn't um, Kareem's all time scoring record where it's like, eh, we don't think anybody will ever get there, but it's kind of possible. No, like you're not catching Gretzky. It's virtually they, impossible. Unless they change the game, you are not catching Gretzky. Or unless you are the LeBron of hockey and you get to just you play so much longer than everybody else and you're an elite scorer, it's like the only way. Mm-hmm. And it's very hard to do in hockey. Hockey's a very physical game. So okay. physically it's hard to do what LeBron has done in hockey. So I, I'm with Child and I think that's what he's getting at. The McDavid feat to me is a bigger deal than Ovechkin chasing the great one. Okay. I don't have I don't watch enough hockey to comment on it, but I think if he does stay on this pace, at least the worst thing could happen is him being a Hall of Famer. Oh, I mean he's he's locked in a yeah. Hall of Famer. Yeah. The he's, only he's the only thing now. he needs at this point is a chip. Yeah. He hasn't won a championship, but other than that, I think he's 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 on a pace to be top five all time. Okay. Like the kid is the kid is nuts, man. Like yeah, is. <laughs> McDavid is just different. How many years has he been in the league? Uh, he's 26 right now, which stupid young. Uh, this is like his. He's already most. a Hall of Famer, bro. Like he's that good. Yeah, like, he's been in the league. Up like this first overall draft pick. He's like, eight years in, oh. bro. Like he's like Connor McDavid is literally. He's like a LeBron. Like I was expected to be this guy. I showed up in day one. I was this guy. Mm-hmm. He's so, been great since he first touched the ice. I, I think that he might comparing him to LeBron. It might actually be good, uh, a good way to put him because I think I've mentioned to you before. Like if that Oilers team 
they underachieve so much. I know we joke about like the Maple Leafs and everybody. That team is very talented. Like he's got dry side on that. That, that team top is, heavy. They don't have depth. I feel like that team is still has enough talent to do more than what they've done in the past years, though. Uh, okay, you can make it. You know what there. I'm saying? Like, like him and Drysdale together, are a nice one-two punch. But also, I would argue, yes, you could say they've underperformed. But I would also maybe say that their style of play is very open because of the way Connor and, and Leon play, to where their goalie ends up having to be really, really good, and they have not had an elite goalie. Like, honestly, when they get in the postseason, I'm like, yeah, they're going to score, but they're also going to give up a bunch of goals. I will never forget that game against Calgary last playoffs. Refresh me. It was like a like a eight to nine oh. score, like in a playoff game. It was like, what is this? It's like, dude, is it open net the whole game? Like, what are we doing? Hey, man. You don't remember that game? It was like eight to six. It was like something crazy. And like, this is the playoffs. What are we doing? Baby. I think I vaguely remember. Yeah, so but yeah, I got you. Yeah, fair enough. All right. Mailbag question number two. The Vegas betting favorite <laughs> for the first pick in the draft <laughs> is now Will Levis. Is trying to piss me off. <laughs> did you did you plug like a super saiyan sound <laughs> into the sound? <laughs> I got I got some for it. Just piccolo just charging up the whole time. Yeah. yeah. Uh what do you think that means? The Bears are going to do. I'll leave this one to you, Punk. The Bears are going to trade the number one pick. <laughs> I mean, that's that's what they're going to do. The Bears are locked in. They've already said that they have to be blown away to trade Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. And to get what they want, which is a lot. Them Again, the Bears have so many deficiencies at every level on that football field. And the one thing that they're sure on is what they have at quarterback. So we don't need a quarterback. There's the guys that they want on the defensive side of the ball are going to be there at pick two, three, or four, whether that be Will Anderson or Jalen Carter. They're going to be there. So at that point, who wants to come up here? And it's going to cost you, right? There's a whole bunch of teams right now that need to draft the most important position on the football field, which is quarterback. Yeah. And if that's Will Levis or tomorrow it's going to be Anthony Richardson or tomorrow is going to be Bryce Young. Yeah, talk about that. Then, Do we- yeah. Yeah, the Bears are going to trade that pick, and they should. Now, is it going to be Will Levis? Sure. If, if if whoever that team is just wants to piss off Aaron Williams the second, cool, go for it. You know what, though? You should be glad that the Bears are locked in to not drafting the next mixed trip. You <sighs> know now for you, certain. You've came a long way. Yeah, like they're, trip. <laughs> yeah, they're doing themselves a favor by not buying into that nonsense. I, I, I hope. I mean, I, at the time they took Mitch, they didn't really have anything anyway. So it's like Mitch Tribb was an upgrade to what they had at the time. Was he though? Yeah. Was he though? Yeah, he was. No, it wasn't. Nah. Mitch, if you look at who, who whoever the Bears quarterback was that year, Doesn't matter, bro. Go it was get an the, upgrade. Go get the best left tackle. Like, th- like, there's no way. <laughs> no, listen, they shouldn't have taken him at all. I get what you're saying. We're no, we're not going down that all road. Right. But yeah, no, you, yeah, you trade that. You trade that pick. To the Colts, to the Texans, whoever wants to come up to one, you trade it. I think they're going to be the Jets of this draft because the Jets, they had a great draft uh, mm-hmm. last year. They acquired a lot of players that pr- produced this year. Um, mm-hmm. it, Brees Hall, should, if he stayed healthy, he would have mm-hmm. won Rookie of the Year easily. Sauce Garner won Defensive Rookie of the Year. Mm-hmm. Garrett Wilson actually won Rookie of the Year. Mm-hmm. So I think that the Bears are going to actually have a smart, efficient draft. I hope so. They're going to trade back as much as possible. I think they might have two 
late first round picks when it's over it's all said and done mm-hmm. and they won't be the stupid team at the top just pulling the trigger on a, a Anthony Richardson or, or a Will Levis okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm actually excited for the Bears man they're, they're gonna load up on talent because like you said Pump there's too many holes to fill to lock in on one guy yeah you gotta you gotta make this pick make you more picks so they'll they'll play it smart all right okay mailbag numero tres <laughs> miami is the first school to be put on probation due to nil infractions <laughs> what are your insights and thoughts does everybody know the circumstances i, I don't you feel get, me you yeah. feel me on yeah. this okay so uh miami uh Women's basketball has been put on a quote oh, unquote twins. probation for the recruitment of the Cavender twins, Haley and Hannah. Um, if you don't know what the what the probation is, um, they're paying a five thousand dollar fine, like five one comma three zeros. Mm-hmm. They're paying one percent of the women's basketball budget. Um, which is a private school, so they don't even have to say like what that budget is publicly. Um, and then there's a slight reduction in what they'll be allowed to do in recruiting in terms of like how many visits they can do. So they put them in timeout. Um, <laughs> if I may, if you guys don't mind, I have a prepared statement. You have a- <laughs> yeah, please, please. <clears throat> is, is this camera on me? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Camera, yeah. yeah. As the official somebody said, Miami Hurricanes spokesman, I'd like to take a moment to state that the National Collegiate Athletic Association has been, is, and will apparently continue to be an absolute joke of an organization. What once served as a sovereign ruler over the land has been neutered, declawed, and diminished to a laughingstock amongst fans across all 50 of the United States. In your latest dog and pony show, You've walked away yet again with nothing but your tails tucked and the stench of failure. Not too dissimilar to your witch hunt into the University of Miami Athletics program in 2011, where you spent an exhaustive amount of money on travel, legal fees, and overpriced lobster tail dinners in South Beach. You've once again wasted money, resources, and an innumerable amount of time investigating the Miami Hurricane program to find absolutely nothing. In your own words, you stated, and I quote, the investigation did not develop any facts directly linking activities around name, image, and likeness to the prospect's recruitment to or decision to enroll at the University of Miami. The Committee of Infractions went on to say, during its review, however, the panel was troubled by the limited nature and severity of institutional penalties agreed upon by Miami and the enforcement staff, namely the absence of a disassociation of the involved booster. In layman's terms, you're a pack of goofballs. The report also details a two-month investigation that interrogated dozens of staff, students, and booster members to find the only infraction was a steak dinner for two girls who probably would have been just as happy with a Cardi B and Offset McDonald's meal that they could post on their TikTok. Post your findings and infractions. The ladies went on to mock you on Twitter. The booster who ran a file, namely John Ruiz, has publicly laughed at you on Twitter And the university women's basketball team is currently preparing to participate in the ACC conference tournament, which will then be followed by a trip to the NCAA women's basketball tournament. One would think that an organization known more for collecting proverbial egg on its face would be more strategic 
in pursuing wrongdoing related to NIL, especially after losing its argument against it quite spectacularly in the Supreme Court. And yet, here we are. I close this statement by saying I hope your, your representatives got sunburned during their visit to South Florida. We'd all be better off if you would get a life and touch grass. Sincerely, everybody. All of them lying on me. Oh, I'm lying on me. <laughs> he had a you prepared statement. Type that up. That thing was double spaced. Is this camera on me? They're a joke. <laughs> the NCAA is a joke, and of course, they always go after Miami first. Because you, you go after Miami first, of course. No. Let him have it. A whole article of Florida offering a kid thirteen million dollars, <laughs> which they then ne- ne- renege on. It's public knowledge, and y'all say, mm, let's go investigate Miami. You investigated the entire athletics program for two months, and the only thing you found was a steak dinner? That was it? You read text messages, emails, a steak dinner? Sounds, is like, all you sounds found? like harassment at this point. How much money did they spend on that? Too much. What, like, what, did, the, what did the NCAA's lawyers make during those two months i'm dying to know what was the hourly rate at this point the ncaa is just trying to find ways to stay relevant by going after miami is that that a way to stay relevant come on i mean the ncaa is useless we've talked about that breeze has mentioned that on so many different levels how useless the ncaa actually is so in a last ditch attempt to try to have some kind of power or authority or whatever well let's pick on the one uh, program that always does something wrong. Uh, let's go to Miami. We know they didn't did something wrong because Miami they had to do something. That's cornball behavior. It's like, extri- it, the NCAA is cornball. If you, if you, but they finally, the NCAA finally got the, the 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 curtain pulled back on them, and people realized that oh man, wait a minute, we actually don't need you. What oh, office space? What is it that you would say you do here? <laughs> right. They don't do anything. So now in an attempt to say, well, well, no, we do this. We try to keep everybody on the up and up. Look what Miami did. It's, it's like this case that I, I read about. A guy broke into a lady's house, and he jumped inside the window and hurt himself, and he, he sued mm-hmm. the lady. So it's like you got caught. <laughs> yeah. Instead of admitting to your wrongdoings, you turn around and try to sue the lady. So I think the M- the NCAA instead of trying to fix things and make things right mm-hmm. to stay relevant, you take another. You try to investigate yeah. a program that's trying to rebuild, trying to you know fix the narrative o- over that program. Uh, it's it's trash. They went to the highest level of courts in this country to keep college students from being able to make money mm-hmm. on their own abilities, and you got shut down. Mm-hmm. At what point do you say, all right, let me cut my losses. Let me get, let me get all in on it. You know what? Can't beat them. Join them. Right? You, you right. really want to get in on the NCAA? Find a way to get in on it. But instead, you continue to try to find a way to get in the way of it. Something that is going to happen. It's going to happen. At what point does the body push back? What, what point does the crowd push back? All right. The NCAA is not as big as the, the people that make them money. No. So... If everybody kind of lock arms and push back at this thing, I think that's the only way to make things better because you really don't need the powers that be in the, in the NCAA at this point. So I don't know if you guys have been like hearing the, the, the tremors and the rumors 
there's apparently something big about to happen. Like, I don't know if you guys know that, like, your AD recently spoke. I th- um, saw And essentially, he was, he was essentially saying, like, the ACC needs to figure it out and quickly. Like, there are, there are a lot of rumors. And after so many rumors, there has to be something behind it. There are a lot of rumors about Florida State going to the SEC. And, and not in very long. I think the number they said, like, at worst, they might have to, like, break even for four years. And after that, it's just straight cash. Um, there are rumors about Miami going to the Big Ten. Clemson going also going to the SEC. If the ACC doesn't do something different, something is happening. Right? It, it, and it's too much chatter for it to be nothing. And normally the people who I listen to, media outlets, who are like, oh, yeah, you know. Nothing's happening soon. It's all kind of, you know. Smoking mirrors. Nothing's coming. Yeah. Like, they're saying, like, I don't know what's happening, but something's happening. And I'm hearing it from multiple media outlets. And to me, that thing, if it's, and there really can only be one major thing to continue to happen. It's more expansion. The SEC as a Florida State and the Clemson, right? At that point, like, the SEC is just, they're bigger than the NCAA. They can go create their own thing. Right, the Big Ten adds a. They already got USC, UCLA. They add a Oregon or a Washington and a Miami. At that point, they're bigger than. They don't need the, the NCAA. I've said this. Right. We're going to get to a point where these these conferences, these these mega conferences, are so big they don't need the NCAA anymore, and they will start to dictate what will happen around them, and they can just move away from it. And so now the NCAA is over what. A Pac-12 that's Utah and BYU. And nobody cares. And a Big 12 that's UCF and Cincinnati. And nobody cares. If you don't have an SEC the way it's built along with Florida State and Clemson or a Big 10 the way it's about to be along with Miami and and Oregon and Washington, what are you doing? What are your games? Who's playing? Right? Because they can just say, we'll play each other in conference and then we'll play those guys in that other really big conference. And at that point, it's NFC, AFC. Yep. Yeah. So the NCAA can continue to be in the way or it can find a way to be involved because this thing is moving forward and they have not gotten on the ship yet. I feel like they're more prone to just go ahead and die on their sword than let them die. That, I'm that's, cool. that's where it's headed. Yeah. Let them die. What okay. else we got? Last question. Your boy Willie. <laughs> <laughs> we Willie. Willie Taggart just took a job as the Ravens running back coach. That actually is a pretty How? good. Mm-hmm. Well, you, do you have that, black youngster? How? That, that man How? is melanated Jeff Fisher. <laughs> You're not wrong. How does this man keep on getting work? I don't know. Why does he keep getting work? <laughs> and the, and the, the, the crazy thing is, like, he's, an ult- he's the ultimate scammer. Like, like, he's very scheming. Willie's, <laughs> Willie's from Florida, right? Yeah, so, I think so. So that man has scammers somewhere in his background. Oh, it's in his blood. It's in his blood, right? He done got the bag from, from USF. Mm-hmm. He got the bag from Florida State. No, or, no Oregon. He don't, got a bag from Oregon. Oregon. Like, bro, this man just collects Willie the swindler. <laughs> he's a top-notch swindler. Like, legit, how... At what point... <laughs> At what point you have you have been a, a a mediocre coach on the college level for your whole life? Why would a top notch organization that I would assume is in Baltimore, even though they don't want to pay Lamar, but I would assume the top notch organization say, "Oh, you know, we need to take our our staff to the next level." Willie Taggart, you know what's going to happen, and this is the best part about it. 
the Ravens run the ball really, really well. Oh my god, they're a great running team because they he's have gonna, He's going to propel himself. Yes, he's going to springboard this into a bigger job. Bro. He's going to get a head coaching job bro, in the league. Bro, we call it bro. now, bro. And I am going to die laughing when it happens. He's right. a he's a finesser. Like he he's a used car salesman. He going to sell you a piece of junk. Bro. And you go drive off that lot and think you got the best thing smoking. Hey, that black and you go come back though. and it's gonna be smoking. That's <laughs> no, literally. I will never I will never hate on another black man being successful. <laughs> but this you gotta <laughs> hate. This, like this right here, I'm like, how is this man cont- he's black Jeff Fisher? Hey, he sold did, remember that first game against Virginia Tech? He sold a whole fan base on nothing. Bro, like doing literally this, bro. nothing. Swag that, surfing that man, on the kickoff. That man a bunch is a of war walking, daddies. <laughs> that man they, is a walking Ponzi scheme. Bro, he is. Like, bro, I, I don't understand it. His, but honestly, the fact that he's mediocre, he's mediocre. Yeah, okay. His I talk go game got to be crazy. Bro, but he stay, He keeps getting jobs. Like, I don't know how. Now, 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 I didn't even get a chance to finish the question. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Imagine if he, you pick up the phone. Hey, it's Willie. Like, bro, <laughs> get off my line. Like, there's nothing Willie can call me and say. I'm sorry, His name dog. is Willie. <laughs> <laughs> the man was smoking weed with the players at USA. Oh, but sorry. How do you... How do you sp- okay. Finish it. Uh, I mean, he just says, to me, it seems like he misplayed his hand, which I don't think he did. I think he maximized it. I think he got yeah. a new set of hands. He was a head coach at Oregon and a head coach at Florida State University. That's maxing out. And now he's in the he's in the NFL. And then, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Isn't Florida State still paying him? Uh, y'all should be finishing that up soon. Finishing right? it up. I mean, <laughs> should, should well, meanwhile he's collecting another bag. <laughs> y'all should be finishing that up soon. I would. Think. I got my Florida State check coming in the mail, <laughs> bro. Like honestly, I don't even know why he's working. Then you went to Boca because he's collecting more money, bro. <laughs> hey, you you can't be fin- mad at it though. He's a, a black finesse, man getting paid. That's a finesser of the elite levels. I mean, ultimate. I'm sorry. Is there, is there more to this question? Nah, that's that, it, man. Hold on, Just, I'm looking at this right here. Western <laughs> Kentucky. That man had a 44 percent, a 444 winning percentage. Went to South Florida, 490. Oregon. 583. He's finally over it was 500. One season. Hold on, it was only one season. Florida though. State with Herbert, 429. <laughs> Florida Atlantic, 455. Why do you keep getting coaching jobs? Bro, I don't know. He's got a great talking. At what point does it say, hey, you know what? Again, I think Willie can really turn this program around. What program has he turned around? It's it's the grin. He doesn't smile either. He just grins. (laughs) It says nothing. (laughs) And now now he has finessed one of the most elite institutions ever. And he done found a way in the back door yeah. to sit like, right next to dude, Lamar Jackson. Bro, the running backs are going to eat. I'm, te- <laughs> I'm telling y'all, no. J.K. Dobbins is back. Gus Edwards is back. It's not going to be because of Willie. But bro, he will not, springboard it, though. He but he's the running backs coach, so he's going to be like, hey, you know, I propelled him to. Look what I did. No. You know those TikToks where the dude, like, finds a way to finesse, like, a like he makes VIP passes and he gets all yeah. back. That yeah. is Willie Taggart. Bro, he finds yes. ways to get in the back door. And he's like, well, I'm, I'm in. What, how far can I take this? Bro, just <laughs> nobody he, sees right, me. Right, and he makes it up to VIP. He's like, wait a minute. How, how further can I take this? And he finds his way in the locker room. What was the dude that was, that was recording himself with Jimbo Fisher? <laughs> yes. I'm like, how? Bro, like think, think about like even on the Ravens team, the wide receivers coach is T. Martin. Like, T-Martin's a name. Like, yeah. we know T-Martin. Like, yeah. hey, yo, okay. 
the wide receiver coach for the Colts is Reggie Wayne. It's like, okay, Reggie, you can coach our receivers. You just named two people who won national championships. What has Willie <laughs> done to say I'm a an NFL level running back coach? And the fact that he's from the country, Bradenton. <laughs> Bro, I'm I'm done. Bro, I'm done. What is Willie? Willie's gonna be man, an offensive shout coordinator out to Willie, pretty man. soon. Shout out to Willie, future Will- head, future Bucks head coach. Will- no, no, <laughs> oh my no. God. Willie needs Yo, a documentary. If- I need like a, I need like a behind the scenes. Like he's got to tell his story. Shade Tree Willie, bro. Like, <laughs> what if I told you <laughs> you didn't actually have to be good at your job, mm-hmm. but you could reach the apex of it? Okay. Come thirty on, for man. thirty presents. Shade Tree Willie, <laughs> boom, <laughs> boom, do so. Do so. <laughs> Oh, Willie's gonna Willie might be coaching the Texans in two years. He's gonna be the head coach of the Houston Texans in two years with Will Levis at quarterback. Oh <laughs> Bro, this man is a he's he's actually the more I think about it, he's one of the goats. Bro. <laughs> he was supposed to be going backwards. You left Florida State. You're supposed to go backwards. He 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 jumped he, into the league. He went to FAU and stunk it up and then said, you know what? I'm ready for the league. <laughs> I just I I don't get it. Like, how do you stumble up, bro? He's he stumbled falling upwards. Up. Upstairs, he's falling up. He's falling upstairs. <laughs> hey man, good luck to Willie. Good luck to the Ravens. Hey man, I, I hope I hope Lamar has a great season and get out of there. Run the ball <laughs> as dog. fast as you can. <laughs> imagine they're, they're about bro. to set a record for the most rushing yards of bro. any team. Bro, imagine Willie coaching you. up Lamar, bro. <laughs> he gonna walk in there with a lollipop. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I, can, I can see it on the practice field He's breaking down the play with Lamar bro. And I'm going to be disgusted I'm going to be disgusted Oh man Alright um, we gotta any, any more mail back No questions? man this can't be, this No can't we, can't, we can't close it with Shade Tree No Willie. we don't no, that's, Nah That's perfect Alright man Good luck to Willie Good luck to the <laughs> Ravens uh, We'll take a break We're about to thousand yard rushes on that team man the Red Lady Rum Punch is Tampa Bay's Rum Punch, a premium blend of rum with island fruit juice and natural flavor. Perfect for any occasion, including just sipping on the beach. To find it near you, visit theredladyrumpunch.com. Shake well, and please drink responsibly. I don't do the most, but I do a lot. I'ma make a toast, cause we still alive. No big, I feel like Pac. I shoot a shot. I'm coming in hot. Hey, y'all, it's your girl, Asha, coming in with another gripe of the week. Um, so this week, um, I want to talk about the, to round out Black History Month, I want to talk about Deion Sanders' um, clip that's gone viral about him saying that he wants, let me make sure I get the word correct. He wants, a quarterback from a two-parent household and his running back from a single-parent household. And I just think that Dion gets a lot of slack for saying the, the quiet part, part out loud. And I think, too, a lot of people jump to conclusions saying that he was basically talking about black people when black people aren't the only aren't the only community that has single-parent households 
or two family households. Um, Shayon had asked me to do research on the topic before I even talked about it. So I did like a couple of people from the 2021 NFL draft, um, like Trevor Lawrence, he comes from a two uh, parent background. And like the only person I found like up in the top 50 that came from a single mom was um, Najee Harris and Kyle Pitt. So those are the only two people I kind of found so far. That came from a one parent household. I think, like, um, so I don't think it's it, like entirely true, but I also think we we'll lost in this conversation, like, two things can be tried at the same time. Like, yeah, Deion probably should never said it out loud, but he also said the quiet part out loud. A lot of, a lot of the reason why these, like, why some of these college, um, coaches can get away with a lot of things they get away with is because there isn't a male president that knows about football that's in the household, even when it comes down to, you know, literally, like, you know, the running joke in literally is that the moms had to sleep with the coaches for their kids to start playing because they're sorry. So... <laughs> I mean, you gotta do what you gotta do. Mm-hmm. My baby need to start. <laughs> so, and I also think the NFL also has a... Um, has a reputation from when they get get a hold of the story. Especially during draft night, they say the same story over and over again. So like example, um, shout out to Club Herm had had retweeted this on the timeline saying CJ Stroud was thirteen years old when his father was sentenced to thirty eight years in prison. This caused Stroud to spend his high school years living in a small apartment above a storage facility as the money supply was limited. Stroud was in a for able to afford a private coach and was hardly able to afford new seats or con- contact lenses. This didn't stop him from pursuing his football dreams. Child eventually committed to Ohio State in the rest of history. Now Child is, a, is on the cusp of becoming the first Ohio State quarterback to be selected in the top 10 in the NFL draft in 41 years. What a story. And Herm was like, you going to take the uh, over and under on how many times they're going to talk about this story in the NFL. I said, I'm definitely taking the over. They're going to go to commercial break and CJ Stroud going to be out of his bitch, got his own bitch, and they're going to break it up. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're going to they gonna run out in the ground, for sure. Good content. They definitely run out in the ground. <laughs> so, like I said, you're saying Deion does take a lot of slack for saying the quiet part out loud. Like, like we know, like, especially us as, as a black community, we know how it gets down when it comes down to, you know, what's in our community, who can who can and cannot afford these things to even literally, I think it's like two fifty a kid. So we know what time it is when it comes to like paying for this, for paying for sports. And if you want your child to be good, how much money it takes to make your child be something, be good at, be good at something that he probably already naturally is good at. But if he's sorry, you gonna put more money into it for your sorry son to be better than what he think he is. That's it. I'm, okay. What's um. You you are one hundred percent right. Dion did not say anything that a lot of other coaches don't believe in. He's just the one to say it out loud. And my issue my issue with it is that he he chose to say it out loud. He really didn't need to, right? Like right. I, I think I think Dion in his personality, he's gonna say it like it is, right? Whatever he's thinking in the moment, he's gonna say it, right? I think he he's kind of basing. Part of his trajectory on, I'm not going to hide it. I'm going to call it like it is. I'm going to keep it a buck with you. 
And I'm always going to keep it real, which is cool when you're doing it with kids or when you're doing it in a household with parents. You don't need to do that on TV, though. Right. Like the media is not your friend, you know, and what they'll do is they will. And this is what has happened. They have taken that and put it into a black eye. Like you just do a quick a quick Google search. Mm -hmm. Deion Mm -hmm. Sanders, two parent households. The first the first headline, Deion Sanders belief about single parent families is absurd. Mm -hmm. That's from USA Today. Deion Sanders' belief about single parent families is absurd. That's from Sports Yahoo. Um, literally, like the the they're gonna take that and turn it into something negative. Right. Now, me personally, mm-hmm. I think it's irresponsible to put certain narratives out there because unfortunately, when most people think single parent household, they're gonna think about the black kids. It's a it's a black dominated mm-hmm. sport. Let's be honest, right? The majority of these kids mm-hmm. are black kids. And unfortunately, in the history of football, the story about quarterbacks is black kids aren't smart to play it. So now if the majority of these black kids aren't coming from or if the idea is that a kid has to be in a two parent household and a lot of these black kids are coming from one parent households, you're saying that those black kids, in theory, can't play quarterback for you. And it's it's just it's just a dangerous narrative to put out there, I think. And hearing it from a black head coach is not what needed. It didn't need to come from him. right? If Nick Saban goes out there and says that, it probably gets taken completely different. Right. And a lot of people may be willing to actually hear the message and the truth behind it. There is some truth behind it. It didn't need to come from Dion, though. Right. And that's my issue with it. And, and, and I think I hope for him he, 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 he flips the switch from he being... Be well, yeah, like, like sometimes you at some point you got to not be so you don't need to be prime all the time sometimes you gotta remember you're you're a coach now in p5 football in colorado and a lot of people are rooting against him Mm -hmm. and so you can create this me against the world thing i'm gonna be me regardless you can do that sure but at the same time you also need a lot of people to be in your corner to be successful and i think when he says stuff like that he puts people who even may want to support him on the fence, like, oh, do I really want to get behind that? What does it say about me? What does it says about my image? And now you just put mm-hmm. yourself in a dangerous spot for no reason. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, Dion is an entertainer. And I think, I don't think there's no validity in what he said because I think he's just going to take the best player regardless of demographic, regardless of background or anything like that. Any any good coach will take the best player. So I don't take the statement serious, but I'm with you. It's very irresponsible because all the eyes are on you now. Like, for yeah. one, you're black and you're doing it differently. Yeah. And he's probably the most transparent head coach in the NCAA. There's no other coach that has cameras following him everywhere he goes has cameras in his office every going to breakfast you know so you got to kind of tread lightly especially in Colorado you, it's one thing to do it in Jackson State but the more you go up the ladder and into these institutions where it's predominantly white you have to you know be careful of things you say and i could see how you know people in the in the black community would take it because there are single moms that probably would take that, you know, to heart because you have a child that probably aspires to be a quarterback. And what do you mean my son wouldn't be a good fit to play quarterback because he's only raised by one one parent? You know, that's not fair to say. Even though I think if if uh, Lamar Jackson, he, he 
was raised by a single mom. But look how he turned out. He was the MVP of the league. Uh, Deshaun Watson. There's there's multiple bad example. I'm, <laughs> as as far as playing the position, not the things that happen off the field, but as far as being a quarterback. Yeah, you know, he there's there's multiple examples that proves what he was saying to be wrong. But I think it was just for entertainment purposes. And I think if he had to do it over, he probably wouldn't have said it. You know, so but I also I, I'm also saying like it wasn't necessary like like when, I, like I was saying he was saying like there isn't examples out there of single parent households that create these great players. I think like I said I, I literally think he was just saying the quiet part out loud. Like even though you're saying a single mom can push her son, you know, be there and root for her son to be better than what he is. I think it's still like it's I, I haven't met a lot of women who have a lot of knowledge about football let alone a certain position that their child is playing but when you when you say he's saying the quiet part out loud that means it has to be true and i don't think it's true like no like that there's nothing true about the statement that he said i think it was just for entertainment purposes like you want somebody that ain't got nothing to lose and is trying to feed a family they hungry but that don't mean you can't find a good defensive end that comes from a rich family i.e joey bosa but like, now, I, I'm, but I'm also, I'm, but I'm also, I'm also like, I'm not just saying, saying like it's, it's like I'm not saying, I'm not saying 100 that what he's saying is true, but I think it is some truth to it, Fair. right? Like it's not, like I said, it's not a lot of women that knows, especially just like as much as, as much as about football that I know that I can sit up here and play fantasy and actually win leagues and stuff like that. It's not a lot of women <laughs> that I know like in my direct circle. That can do that. You know what I'm saying? Like they don't know a lot about it. I know I can put my child, put my son into different position to make sure that he has the best chance possible of getting to wherever he needs to get to. Most women don't have, like most women don't have that knowledge. So I feel as if that some some of what he's saying is partly true. Unfortunately, I mean, it sucks that, that we have these stereotypes, but unfortunately, sometimes it is true. Like Trevor Noah, he, they both like when I group like, and I don't even hold y'all long. That when I Google Trevor Noah, uh, Trevor Noah, sunshine, Trevor Lawrence, when I Google him, both of his parents came up right away. No hesitation, no nothing. But when it came to the black players, it was kind of like sketchy. Where is Kyle Pitt's mama? Where is such and such daddy? Because they not pictured. You know, one of the first things I thought of when I was, <clears throat> when I was kind of reading over what Dion said, it's actually mm-hmm. something that Bree says a lot when it comes to um, recruits and acting like goofballs when they're recruiting. Like, and Breeze is joking, but he's also dead serious. Where's your daddy at? Where's your daddy at? I right? The, I blame the father. I blame the father. <laughs> so so what Dion said, if Dion Sanders was sitting right here on our podcast and, you know, cameras are off, whatever, Dion Sanders would have probably said that, right? Whatever Dion's upbringing was in Fort Myers – Dion will tell you his whole life story. He was raised by a single mom. So, again, he will tell you, like, yeah, I did everything I needed to do to get my mom out of these situations, right? Now, I wasn't playing quarterback, whatever, whatever. We all – stuff that Dion said, I don't really have an issue with Dion said because in a lot of ways you can probably break down everything that he's saying about uh, a quarterback. Do you want Jamarcus Russell as your quarterback? Not at all. Nope. Do you want <laughs> – at, at this point, what he's doing, talent-wise aside, do you want Deshaun Watson at one point as your quarterback? I would take Lamar. Lamar's not again. So Lamar's Lamar's Jackson 
his father didn't leave him. He died. He died of a heart attack. <laughs> no, that, it wasn't like he left. That doesn't excuse you, the point, though. He the, still was to, raised to, by a single mom, to, to regardless me, of how the father I, wasn't I, there. I get it, but but I, I guess the issue that I'm having with it is Black America's reaction to Dion recently. I feel like Dion is a really easy target to go after. It's definitely <laughs> an after the whole after the whole JSU thing. It's like all of a sudden. Um, you know, all all HBCUs and all HBCU graduates and anybody who didn't really care about Jackson State all of a sudden, yeah, you know, all the mother schools ain't want you till we want you now. We're against Dion. So now I expect USA Today and their white writers to say something and misunderstand what Dion might be saying or trying to say. But when like Marcus Spears is like, come on. First of all, you're going to tweet something out. And it, it kind of made me mad as I'm reading his tweet. And it's like, I don't know. First of all, don't type I O N and you're a credible <laughs> reporter. <laughs> like that's, at that point, I can't take what you're about to say seriously. I mean, how am I supposed to type it? I don't know. I don't know no other way. I don't know. So, so <laughs> at that point, I'm like, you know what Dion said, right? And you know what he meant. And if Dion had said that to you behind closed doors, I guarantee you wouldn't have been pissed off. Because I think that if D, again, if Dion said that to us right now, now no cameras, no mics, whatever. We would have understood exactly what he was saying. Yeah, if it was a barbershop and, 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 and again, it's not like Dion was saying, you know what? I got to find me some black kids with single mom mm-hmm. from single. Pa-. He never said what color they were. The sad part is we're assuming that he's talking about black people or we're assuming that white kids with high GPAs and uh, both parents in the house have to be quarterback. That's not what he said. So the fact that we, again, are ragging Dion and we should have his back is my issue over than or more over than what he said. It's definitely surprising that black people did react how the way they did because we should be able to relate and understand what he's actually saying. Like like you said, if it was said in the barbershop, everybody would have laughed. Mm-hmm. But the fact that it's it, he said it on national television, it all it's almost like He's attacking us when he's actually with us. So here's my thing, though, and, and it's actually Asha just helped me piece this together. It made me come to this realization. Like she said, a lot of mothers, regardless of race or whatever, are not well versed in sports. And so when they hear a comment like that, they think, "Well, what is that supposed to say about me?" Mm-hmm. And they may not know. A sports junkie may hear it and be like, "Okay, I get what he's trying to say," or. I know a bunch of other coaches feel the same way, or this has been a thing in recruiting for 30 years. A sports junkie may hear that and be like, oh, okay. But a single mom who doesn't, mm-hmm. who's working however hard she needs to work to provide for her son, to help him chase his dreams, she hears that and she says, well, dog, what does that say about me? Because she doesn't know. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I hate for Dion to be the one to say but what, it. But what did he say? That he wants somebody who is going to do whatever it, it, it takes to get his mama out of this situation. No, no, no. Not at quarterback, though. He said, he don't, quarterback, he don't want that I, want, guy. I want two. I want quarterbacks from a two-parent home with mm-hmm. a 3.5 GPA. So, so Because that, you have to be smart to play the position. That's what he said. That's so a dangerous that's thing to say. That's irresponsible, and especially from somebody who's uneducated to how this stuff works. That's a great point, and and that's the, and that's why people are so upset. You're talking about one of the most marginalized groups in America, not only black but also women, mm-hmm. and you just said what they heard you say was, mm-hmm. "My kid can't play quarterback for you because I'm raising him by myself." Even though as a that man, a you understand what he's say. saying, and but if you know sports or you've been around it, it <clears> may not sound. You may be like, okay. Eh, but for a single mom who mm-hmm. doesn't, all she knows is 
My son loves ball. Everybody says he's good. He's committed to it. I'm going to do whatever to help him get there. Now I see one of the best players, black players, mm-hmm. who's now our head coach in P5, sit on national television and tell me my son can't play quarterback for him because he struggles with his grades a little bit. He's only got a 2-8, and he comes from a single-parent home. No, basically, That's what they heard. Basically because of me. Because of my failed relationship or because of his deadbeat or yeah. whatever, he can't play quarterback for Deion Sanders, who's a black quarterback who is talking about uplifting the black community. That's what they heard. Well, let's let's and just, that's why it doesn't it shouldn't come from him. Let's just shoot Deion some bail. It was irresponsible, but I don't think he meant any harm by saying that. It was no. I think it was just him being Dion and charismatic and trying to you know. Be entertaining, but I don't think he he meant to attack black women. You get, Even though I think a lot of black women took that personally. Get thirty other coaches out of P five in a room with no cameras and no microphones, and I bet you at least twenty of them agree. I bet you. And I've heard other media outlets, non black media outlets, come out and since you say that, like, yeah, Dion didn't say anything new. Dion didn't say anything yeah. that we haven't heard before. Again, I just but, hate that he was the one to say it out loud. That's the only right, thing I, I don't like. Right, back to, um, what's the coach at a, um, Clemson? Just like Dabble. they started doing, um, yes, with Davo. When they started doing the NIL deals, he came out his mouth and said, oh, <laughs> he don't think the kids should get, be, be getting paid. They need to stay focused. Sir, you made millions every year. Like, once again, it was okay for him to say it, but in the in the spot, uh, he got ripped. Davo got ripped know, for I'm that. I'm just saying, no, no, Bob just saying thousands of black kids come play football, and you oh, just man. think that these kids just supposed to play football, and that's it. Yeah. Like they kid, they they mama got the house starving. So, I mean, this was a good conversation. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this was a good one. Um, you, yet again, you have sparked some really good dialogue in this room. Yeah, yes, this yeah, I wanted to keep going, you but keep you know, it. we're at a press for time. Do you have anything else? No, oh, no, oh, oh, this is the last thing. Leave <laughs> Another thing. We like women alone. We we should be able to dress, talk, do whatever we want to do whenever we got to do it. And I know I don't need to keep talking about her, but Sydney Car- Carter is not a coach. She is a pair of developmental person. She can be and whatever she want to be. She can, is, right. is, listen. No disrespect. Listen. With all due, <laughs> with all due, <laughs> all listen, <of> it. <laughs> listen. And it's just like now everybody like starting to come after her about like why she be dressed up at the game and she got a whole own highlight. I don't tell. She have all the highlight reels on my timeline. We we step on that Yeah, we, we don't we don't we, have no issues. with oh, that. we we stepping about Sydney. They better find somebody else <laughs> to play with. Yeah, and leave Savannah alone while we at it. She don't get Not the too much on Savannah. I need y'all to. I need. I need y'all to calm down, Savannah. I know she's fine. I've been said she's fine. I've been came on this podcast and said she's fine. There's somebody on the podcast that thinks she alright. Sleep. That boy sleep. <laughs> y'all, y'all just might as well go ahead and join the fan club. I don't know why you don't follow the Savannah fan page. I on actually Instagram. do. I actually do. I might. <laughs> there it is. I might. So what you mean though? <laughs> so what you say? It is. <laughs> All right, babe. We'll, I'll see you later. All right. <laughs> Weirdos, man. Ain't nothing weird with us. All yeah, right. Yeah. There it is, fellas. Another week of Asha's Grab. That was a good one. That was uh, a good yeah, one. Yeah, that's some good dialogue, man. Yeah, man. Dion did nothing wrong in my eyes. Pump, you, you have any final thoughts on that? 
No, I, I felt mean, like it, you had a lot more on your chest. No, I mean, again, I I, I understood. I understood. You know what you guys were saying. I I feel like I actually had a similar moment over the weekend with my wife, and she has done that in the the thirteen. No, I'm slowly approaching thirteen years now that we've had children. That when they walk outside the house, it's a representation of her. And that means if their hair isn't done, if their clothes don't look good, Troy likes to wear mismatched shoes now. So she's like, well, he's bringing it back. And to me, when she said it, I was like, well, you're not a single mom. Like, why do you think it's just a reflection of you? Like, it's, but I get it. Mm-hmm. Moms are judged harder, I guess. If, if, if father's just there, it's enough. Right, we just get participation trophies. Well, if the lights is off, that's us. Like, <laughs> no, the, Katie make more money than me if the no, lights off. It's it on her. No, it don't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. No, I'm sitting there right now, if Zaddy. The grass, why the lights off? No, if the grass isn't cut, the lights is off. The, the you know, that's you that. Know, that's oh that. no, not no. We don't we don't do that in my house. If the garbage is overflowing, then and you walk past it, I don't tell Buzz not to do it because she's a girl. You better take that trash out. So I think some of that is. Um, some of that is like cultural too. Like sure. I, I, I agree with that. Like you know, you leave the house, you represent this family, you carry this mm-hmm. family name. I, I believe in that. To mm-hmm. me, that that means something. I grew up. My mom was like, my, I have my father's name. Mm-hmm. My parents are married, but my mother always said like her maiden name meant something. Mm-hmm. Like you know, and when I'm and when I'm with my mom's family, we talk about the Paris blood. Like it's a big thing. My grand was a really big thing for my grandfather, and has continued to be passed down. So I kind of, I kind of get that. Like when you walk out this door, you represent this family. You, mm-hmm. you carry this family's name. I can see you. You're very liberal. You're, you're very artistic. You, you appreciate uh, varying uh, thoughts, pro- thought processes, and and other perspectives. No gender so, roles. So I, I don't know about all that. Maybe, <laughs> maybe you do. I don't know. But I can see you being like, oh, well, he's expressing himself, or that's just mm-hmm. how he wants to. So I can see that. But like me as a parent, I'd be like, boy, if you don't put some magic, you look like a goofball. <laughs> Get back in there, and put some shoes on. You, you making me look bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I would be that parent. So yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I remember there was a, there was a random thing that me and Unc were talking about a long time ago, and I remember saying like, there's a lot worse things my son could be than certain things we were talking yeah. about. I'm like, that's, I feel he that. could be an axe murderer. No, yeah, yeah. I would yeah, rather yeah. my son be this. Than to be an axe murderer or a rapist or a pedophile. There's yeah. tons of things that he could be worse than a kid walking around with mismatched shoes. Hundred percent, not hundred percent true. Don't right. do none of it. No. Nah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, wear mismatched shoes if you want to, though, and just don't kill anybody if while it, you're doing. If it's gonna keep you out of being an axe murderer, then I'm with it. I'm cool. There but it is. if that's not even on the table, put some matching shoes on. Yeah, boy. there it is. <laughs> I look great. All right, I, I can't even segue into. Cue the NBA. <laughs> <laughs> that quick. Just an all-time classic. Tears. Fellas. LeBron's hurt. I'm hurt, dog. <laughs> don't ask me if I'm all right. Don't ask me if I'm all right. You don't have to ask him because he's going to put it on Instagram and tell you that he's not all right. Or he's going to say he, it popped. <laughs> <laughs> bro, he said it twice where he looked over. <laughs> the image in my mind is hilarious. This man is laid on the ground. He looked over and says, I heard a pop. <laughs> and he's 
I heard some pop. He said it twice. Bro, nothing popped. Bro, it did. He, he got back up and played the rest he, of the game. He felt the pop, and so he felt it, heard it. It's like one of those things. It was. It you were, was, you it were was trying a, to explain this all here. It, it made no sense. High, it was a hype moment. Like yeah, like sometimes like you know I'll run into something. I'm like ow, and it didn't even actually hurt. Mm-hmm. It, 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 it what? Have y'all? <laughs> all right, have, have either of y'all ever broke a foot? No. Nah, I broke a toe. Then y'all don't know what it's like. Wait a minute. So, I actually, because I actually felt a pop. Wait, I actually on, wait, wait. Like, felt the so, pop. But did it actually break? Yeah, I actually oh, broke my foot. So LeBron's foot that didn't break, yeah. but. But he when the, the, pop. the pop, I thought I, I think I heard it when right. it popped. But you actually broke your foot. I did. LeBron did not. Something something happened. He's not playing. It's, LeBron, it's LeBron fell down. Yeah, he LeBron also saw down. three rims. It shot no, at the one happened, in the middle. It happened on the plan. LeBron fell that did not see three. He saw rims. three rims. If you're no, gonna say something no, pop, it's not he the saw same. three rims. He it's shot at the, the one in the middle. He's missing multiple weeks right now. Two to two to three weeks. It's load management. Plantar fasciitis. Sure. Yeah. All right. So LeBron, he he went to the cup. Uh, then he tried to grab a re- get a put back. Uh, Same one up. Came LeBron, down man. awkward on on the right leg. Actually, he was traveling. He it was a travel. They didn't call it. I mean, it's it's a thing in the NBA now. Traveling <laughs> oh, is okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's excused. So LeBron's going to be out two to three weeks. Do the Lakers still make make the playoffs? Yes. I I think so. I mean, we pump. Pump agreed with this, so I know there's some validity so, to it. There's a stat that the Lakers are five and nine during the season when LeBron doesn't play. So, so they're below five hundred when he doesn't play. The thing I don't like about that stat is this is a very different Lakers team. We if saw this, this Lakers team ago, tonight, and they lost the first game without LeBron. But they lost to the second best team in the West, which I expected them to lose. This was the game to drop. You played with no LeBron and no D'Lo, so it's not like they played the um, the uh, the Rockets. Fully healthy and just drop the game. We we saw the team all healthy. We got one game of all of them playing together, right? And it looked really good. Other than that, they've gone three and four since they've put this new roster together, and that's with every game missing somebody, whether it's LeBron or D'Lo. They've missed a key contributor in all of those four games, and they've gone three and four. They just completed the the best comeback on the season, being down twenty seven points to the Mavericks. And getting a, and getting a victory on Sunday, primetime Sunday. So that stat to me, and when I'm watching, you know, NBA NBA Today or whatever like that, I'm hearing people talk about well, the Lakers have been X, Y, and Z, and I'm like, what are we talking about? Which Lakers are team we're we talking about? Are we talking about pre-trade? We're talking about Trade. the Russ yeah, Lakers? Yeah. Then yeah, they probably were five and nine, right? But right now, this roster is so different. I said. The Memphis game was the game to drop. You're going to drop a game, drop this game. But that was a competitive game even still. Yeah. On the road at Memphis, who has the second best record in the West, they were still competitive. They were leading after three quarters. So it's not like they got ran out of the gym. right? And of the, and of the four games they've lost since the trade has been made, they played without LeBron, and the Blazers just couldn't miss. They, like, they, I think they set their, their, uh, the record this year and made threes. They literally were hitting everything. Matisse, Ty- Matisse Thibel. <laughs> Hit multiple threes. That tells you everything you need to know. That dude shoot like um like Spice Adams in that clip. <laughs> <laughs> and but that night he's you know he's Pager Stoyakovic all of a sudden. So uh, I think the Lakers absolutely can make a play in. Uh, you know after tonight there'll probably be a game out, one game out. But then after playing the Grizz, they have the third easiest schedule left in the West coming out of the All Star break. The sixth easiest schedule 
in the league. Mm-hmm. They're playing a bunch of teams that are right there with them. The Pelicans have been struggling, right? They still mm-hmm. got no Zion. Uh, they're playing against the Thunder, who are supposed to be tanking. I think they just forgot. <laughs> uh, but SGA, we were going to play the Thunder on Thursday, and SGA just went in the COVID protocol. So you'll get a Thunder team without SGA. You get to play the Warriors three times, two of those times without Steph. We beat them once without Steph. We'll get them again without Steph. So you still don't know what Dallas is going to be. So Dallas can't yeah. play defense. Yeah, so I right. think we're going to talk on that. So yeah. I, I, the Lakers can absolutely still make the play in. I was looking at six seed. We were healthy. I'm like, I think we get a six. I was actually just about to say that. I'm sitting here looking at the West standings right now, and you're only two and a half games out of the six seed. I don't know if we can get it without Braun. So, so again, but I mean, right now the six seed is Golden State. Yeah. So to your point, if you can win those games without Steph, I think Dallas is going to fade. NO's right there. Minnesota, we'll see what they do. And then you got Utah. Minnesota's got no cat. So, again, I can see you easily bouncing or, or going a little two-game win streak, and now all of a sudden you're the seventh seed instead of being sitting here at number 12. Yeah. Right? On top of that, the only, the only issue that I see, I'm looking at the you know past 10 games of everybody from six all the way down. Everybody's trading baskets at this point. Right? I think the, uh, the Minnesota Timberwolves on a three-game losing streak currently. But everybody else is like, all right, lose two, win two, lose two, win two. Past five, past ten games, everybody's either four and six or five and five. So they're pretty much just sta- standing pat. And now is not that time where you can just stand pat. Somebody has yeah. to make a run. Right. And if it's going to be in L.A. to get to that point, they can't keep trading baskets and trading wins and trading losses with these teams in front of them. I, I think the Lakers are equipped to make that run because the defense is just a huge upgrade. Uh, Jared Vanderbilt, huge, huge addition when it comes to defense. He could He could – Guard a Luca, maybe not stop him, but you know, irritate him. He could guard Ingram. He could guard multiple positions. And I was talking to Breeze and um and Clint um over the weekend, and I think the Lakers now have a switch that they could cut on on defense, where everybody just straps. It's like this team is more connected defensively than I've seen in the last couple of years, um, and that helps with the, the young guys. But moving forward with LeBron out, I think that. It's time for AD to go back to New Orleans AD. He's got to take center stage and be that top five guy that I, I know he could be. Um, he's been looking good lately, and it's going to have to start with him on both ends, on the glass and on the offensive end. He, he's, he, he could be the best defensive player in the league. I think it's time for him to shine and regain a lot of um, respect around the league. Uh and the schedule helps. You know, you play the easiest one of the easiest schedules uh, moving forward. So I think I don't think they go six seed. I don't think they could do it without LeBron. But but they definitely can make the playoffs. Yeah, I think we end up in a play in spot. I mean, eighty tonight went for twenty eight nineteen. He, he's slowly coming back into form. You add a you add D'Lo back into that, who's averaging almost twenty a game. Yeah, that that's a team that could beat the Thunder. That pick and roll action will be crazy. Like you can't tell me that team can't beat the Pelicans. Like. So like they don't need to beat a bunch of juggernaut squads to do it. You know, they need to beat the teams that they're probably better than right now. And I, I think we're I think we're fine. And if you're looking at it, Braun uh hasn't been shooting that well with, with this team. So it, he actually hasn't played that great either. Yeah, like he, the last he, couple of games, he's not putting up big numbers. Right. It's been mainly the team that's been carrying him opposed mm-hmm. to him carrying the team. So which we'll see. Haven't been able to say that in a while. Hey man. I'm not going to touch on that, by the way. But, Dame, the man <laughs> dropped 71. It made it look easy. He had like 43 at half. Easy. 
Do you think because he plays in the same era as Steph Curry, um, we don't acknowledge how great of a shooter he is? Do you think the the fact that Steph just makes it look just as easy and even maybe more amazing because he's not only doing that, but he's winning chips doing that, where it kind of erased the greatness of what Dame's been doing for, for not just this year, but throughout his whole career. He, you could literally put him up there with Steph. If you take the, the rings, the MVP away, and you just go shooters, I don't see why he can't stand next to Steph as one of the greatest shooters ever. I push against that because I think I, I think I saw a chart one time. Breeze, I think I, I showed you this one time, and it was what Steph Curry did shooting three-pointers, and it was like this chart of pretty much the entire NBA, and it's down here, and then Steph Curry's line was like way up here. <laughs> so that included Dame Lillard. So the way that Steph Curry has utilized the three-pointer has literally changed the game. Like, Dame Lillard hasn't changed the game with the way that he's playing. Steph Curry is actually making people now say, oh, you know what, we, we actually need to shoot more three-pointers because, th- you know, three-pointers are more than two. Let's shoot more of them. Let's be like Steph Curry. Well, that's not really an easy thing to do because yeah. he's the greatest to ever do that. Right. Right? Dame is an amazing scorer. I feel like Dame is going to go down as one of those guys who just – you know, can put up a ton of points. And, yeah, it does suck that he hasn't won, like, one ring. Like, essentially, I, I put It's Dame, partially his fault. <laughs> sure. I, and honestly, I put Dame's career arc is equivalent to Carmelo Anthony for me. This prolific score, you know him for that, but then his choice for what he did as far as the team that he plays for doesn't make any sense. We all know Carmelo should have gone to Chicago instead of going to New York. <laughs> That was Man. dumb, but you took the money, you went back home, and you kept on dropping 30 a game, but you're never going to win a ring. So Dame Lillard said, yeah, I'm going I'm to stay true. I'm going to stay in Portland. Why, Dame? You're not going to win in Portland, but I'm going to continue to put up 28, 29, 30 a game. And I'll he's, get paid. And he's going to get paid. He's, to me, he's more Carmelo than Steph. No, it's funny you say that. My comparison was mid-2000s Kobe. Interesting. Mm. Kobe put up 81. We stunk that year. Like, we were a <laughs> terrible team that year. Like, yeah. like Kobe had these outrageous performances. What was it? He went a month averaging like 40, yeah. 40 or 50 Stupid. a game <laughs> in a month. It's like, what? In a losing effort. The team was terrible. It didn't matter. He didn't do that when Shaq was there. Right. He didn't do that stuff when he had Powell and, and, and Ron Artest and Lamar Odom. He did those prolific things when literally it was I score or nobody scores. Mm-hmm. And so Dame is in a, he's just in an elongated form of that, where it's like, instead of it being a window, right, the Lakers were just really, we weren't good from 05 to 07. It felt like 10 years, but it really was only a few years. And then back in 08, we're back in the finals again, right? But Dame has just been in that his entire career. It's just consistently, I'm really, really good. This organization just has not put the pieces around me to be able to compete for anything. And so he just, and he stays in it. And when you compare him to Steph, well, yeah, if you take the rings away and all that, you want to just look at point scores, then yeah, sure, right? He's a he's as prolific a scorer as mm-hmm. most anybody, most names you put up there. Right. But the chips do matter at some point, right? Yeah. At that point, your ceiling's Allen Iverson. Your ceiling is, is Charles Barkley, which is fine, right? right? You'll be a Hall of Famer. You'll be a Hall of Famer. 
Well, the Dame time is one of my favorite celebrations. You will be remembered. Your your jersey will get retired up there in Portland, but mm-hmm. you're on the West Coast. You play late games. Most of the most of the country is in bed already, and that means you're, and you're not in LA. You're not in LA, so mm-hmm. most of the country is in bed, or and you're not playing for a winning team, so it's not going to get the fanfare that winning teams and winning players get. Yeah, it, it sucks. For him, <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. but he's choosing it. Yeah, it's 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 his own self doing. So can't be really be mad at it. As a fan, nope. you can, but at the same time, what can you do? Nothing. No. Uh, you mentioned you mentioned the Dallas Mavericks. Stinky. Uh, their last six games, they've only won one. They they went and got Kyrie to put next to Luca, and it seems like those guys don't. <laughs> Wait, did you say in their last six games they've only won one? Is that legit? Yeah, I just looked it up. Bro, nice. what? Yeah. So it's like is it it's like mixing oil and water. You you go get Kyrie and put with Luca. You take the ball instantly out of Luca's hand and you expect to have success. And when I was watching that game on Sunday, it seemed like they were just taking turns to watch to see what the other person was going to do. And that's not winning basketball because now the rest of the team is just looking to see how this thing's going to flow. And if those two guys, which are the, the head honchos, the, the alphas, can't really mesh well together, it trickles throughout the whole team. And this uh, five-game skid out of the last six is a reason, you know, uh, the mesh between the two leaders is the reason for this skid. And do you think these guys are going to blow it when it comes to getting to the playoffs? <laughs> it's, not, um, it's not looking I mean, good I mean right, right now They're sitting at what uh, Eighth I mean they're still In the play in But they're what The eighth seed they're, 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 I, I believe right now Seven or eight seed And I could easily see them Going on a They're six right now I thought Golden State Was six Either way They're, they're very close To being in the play on And very close To just sliding All the way out there Again they're what Maybe two games In front of LA right. So LA is more built To go on a run than Dallas is. I can see Dallas just sliding off and missing the playoff, the play in altogether. Forget yeah, the playoffs. They can miss scary. the play in altogether. And in a, in a weird way, and this is, I, I, I promise you not going to go down this road, but the, the way that a lot of these teams are just being constructed now, it keeps, it keeps resonating in my mind. Like, bro, this doesn't work. Like, stop trying to do the whole, I have a really good player, let, let me put him with another really good player and throw him out there. But they're going to make it work because they're two top, 50, you know, 15 players. Like, that has worked maybe a handful of times in the past 10 years. Right. And it's typically because the other team had LeBron James. You had the greatest player in the world. Yeah. Right? And that doesn't count. It, we shouldn't even count that uh, one. So, again, like, if any other time you see Milwaukee, Milwaukee is a fine-tuned organization. Golden State is a fine-tuned organization. It just so happens that Steph and Clay are two of the best players in the league, and you got Draymond and whatever. And then that couple years you had KD, who just, yeah, he he fit because you plugged him on a team already. It was a team already. So what they're doing right now in Dallas is just as corny as what Brooklyn was. Or the Clippers. Or Cl- the Clippers. It doesn't work. Stop doing that. <laughs> I mean, when he when he went over there, I said it's gonna be Brooklyn all over again. Yeah, you did. Like, the, like yeah. they don't play off of each other. Neither nope. of those teams, will, neither neither of those players, will play off of each other. It's not a system he's going into mm-hmm. where it's like, hey, the KD went into Golden State. Golden State had a great system, mm-hmm. and he just happened to fit perfectly in it. 
Right. And he had a bunch of other really good guys who could play off of him. Steph mm-hmm. is best off the ball. Mm-hmm. Right? Clay is best off the ball. Yes. Clay ain't crossing people up mm-hmm. and putting. No. Draymond, Draymond runs point. Draymond's <laughs> running the point. Steph and Clay are playing off ball. So, yeah, Katie, you got the ball? Okay. Because mm-hmm. we were, we were going to be off ball anyway. <laughs> I was coming off two screens mm-hmm. anyway, big dog. Mm-hmm. So, that made a ton of sense. It was mm-hmm. an easy fit and it worked great. I'm looking at Dallas and I'm looking at their schedule. 19 games left. They only play five teams that aren't currently in the playoffs. So you talk about like a skid they could go on. Their next games, Philly, really good. Mm-hmm. Phoenix, mm-hmm. KD comes back, I think, tonight or tomorrow. Utah, who is in the playoffs somehow. <laughs> New Orleans in the playoffs, back to back against Memphis. Mm-hmm. Right? Those are your next six games. Mm-hmm. They could end up being what did you say one and they said one and five you said I can see them going one and, and five I'm on that stretch right there doing it again yep. and now yeah. you're what two and what is that two and ten two and ten in twelve games mm-hmm. like I could very well see that because when the trade happened I'm like yeah they'll score yeah who's playing defense you traded away your defense who's playing defense they have no bigs mm-hmm. right the uh, Dwight Powell or whatever whoever he is is your only big. Maxi Kleba, they're missing Maxi Kleba because he's gonna move the knee. Like, bro, this is not. And it was, but it was a high risk. It was a uh, uh, what was it? High risk? No, low risk, high reward. Sure. Because at the end of the season, Kyrie will just walk. Kyrie's gone. Yeah. Right. Kyrie will just walk, and they'll go out. They'll go do something different. Mm-hmm. So I, I get why they did it because you got to try to prove to Luke you're willing to do something. Mm-hmm. But I never thought it was gonna work. Can I ask you guys an honest question? Do, do you think that Kyrie Irving's window of usefulness ends when LeBron leaves LA. Um it's dwindling. I see what you're getting at. And I'm I wanna say no. The only reason I'm gonna say no is because I think it's not gonna happen. But you could you could fit a Kyrie with a Joel and B and it would be great. I think it would be great. Kyrie to yeah, me, that'd be interesting. That would be really fun to watch. Or like yeah. you put Kyrie with a Giannis, <clears throat> right? Like that would cook. Like that would be great. Even if you put him in Miami, mm, maybe, maybe Jimmy, Miami. Jimmy ain't trying to score. Maybe mm-hmm. Miami. Miami. It could work because every they will play so much defense around him. Like their mm-hmm. defensive He'll be the strategy. Cutter. He could be just a score. But the yeah. reason I say that, so but it, those things won't happen, right? Right? Milwaukee's not bringing Kyrie in there. Not the way their culture's built. Philly could do it, but honestly, not, like, though? you're already... Well, because I don't think he fits the culture. But look at look at Russ. Russ is still out here getting jobs. No, I mean, no, 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 no. Not just... He went to the Flippers. He went yeah. to Steve Ballmer. He, I still think he yeah. could go somewhere after the Flippers. No, no. no he Ky- wasn't no, going to, he wasn't no, going Ky- to Boston. My point is, Kyrie wasn't going to get Kyrie's going to end up on the team. Somebody will sign yeah, Kyrie. Will, I'm will. talking about his actual usefulness well, to will, a championship team. Exactly. Okay. Where, like, right. this team is yeah. now a championship caliber yeah. squad because they added yeah. Kyrie. Milwaukee no. doesn't, because Milwaukee doesn't need Kyrie. That would be a great addition. And maybe because of his flakiness, if he's not there, fine. We still have Giannis. And I'm with Breeze. It depends on the team. Like, you add him to the right team. But it to, you notice I said teams with elite bigs already. Mm-hmm. Like, it works great with a Giannis. Like, Kyrie's one of those players. Like, he, like AI needed a, an elite big. You put AI and Shaq together, they would have won. You mean Tom McCullough wasn't elite? <laughs> AI needed a great big, right? I think Kyrie is of the same vein. He needs a right. great big. And most guards are that way. I think Luka needs a, a good big to play with. He doesn't need another guard to play with. Yeah. He needs a big who will play off ball. 
Right? Yeah. I, I think LeBron, Anthony Davis, when they're healthy, it works so great because 80s are big. Right? LeBron's, LeBron's ball dominant. Mm-hmm. 80, you're big. Bigs are always off ball. Unless you're playing with an off ball guard, and there just ain't many of those left in the NBA anymore. That's true. How do you feel about him going to the Suns? Who, Kyrie? Yeah. Could he be money? A, could be. They broke. If there was a way to get him on that team, do you think he would be the added piece to get him over the top? No. For, he just, uh, he, so he's replacing Chris Paul Chris now? Chris Paul, yeah. No. I, I think he would go backwards. Honestly, Chris Paul is best case for them because Chris Paul doesn't need to score, he's, yeah. and he's very okay just facilitating. Kyrie's not that guy. Kyrie's a scorer. And Chris Paul actually wants to play 82 games. And well, he can't even more. And nobody talks about that. Chris Paul's always hurt. He's on my fantasy basketball team. He's always hurt. Good grief. He had a hip injury that kept him out for like a month. I'm like, bro, a hip? How old are you? I mean, you need your hips when you're old. So, when the last time you heard of a dude in the NBA who was out for a month because of a hip? That osteoporosis be kicking in, man. He's getting that AARP. <laughs> he was getting discounts at Denny's the whole time he All was right. out. <laughs> You probably ain't lying. All right, so the Denver Nuggets—they're number one in the West, uh, forty-four and nineteen, led by the Joker. Not winning nothing. You mentioned that the Joker is the 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 leading candidate for the MVP. I'm looking at the lead leaguers in points per game, and he's nowhere near the top. (laughs) (laughs) But he averages a triple double, and his team's got the best record in the West. Very impressive. He's 18 in the league in scoring. He Eight. averages a triple double, bro. How many points does he put up a game? <sighs> 24. <laughs> that's that's pretty good. In today's NBA, 24 ain't special. And you're the most valuable player good. in the league. He's not. He's not the most valuable player in the league. I, you know what's crazy? Uh, it's like some like a fan vote thing went out. I think the Athletic did something, and they were like, "Who's the best player in the world right now?" And like LeBron James had the most votes. And I'm like, I feel like I'm the I'm the only one who still believes this. Like he's still the best player on the planet any night he so chooses. Mm-hmm. The Joker is never the best player on the planet any given night. Again, this has always been my argument about MVP. It's most valuable, not who's the best player. Because again, should have been a stretch where it's just Jordan, Shaq. Kobe, Kobe then Braun from the last 17 years. You could, you could years. throw Giannis in there now. Uh, sure. No, still LeBron. Giannis is still the most valuable LeBron player. LeBron is Again, the most best. valuable, but no. the best. LeBron, LeBron James is the, most the value. best player. I mean, LeBron's also the most valuable. There's not a team yeah. out there that would not take LeBron right now tonight. Okay, that's true, but now it's more valuable. So hold on. The, on. the only pushback against that for me is now when you talk about value, LeBron's value right now is worth the 12th seed in the West. Yeah, the, the, let's call it what it is. Uh, that's a team accolade, not a player. I'm talking about what a team is doing, not so. The so again, the most valuable to that team right now, LeBron on the Lakers mm. gives you the 12 seed. No, but, but let's but, take this. Wait, 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 let's wait. take this second half Lakers and start the season over. What's, hold what's hold that? Hold 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 so at that part, give me the give team me, award. So again, give me a full 82. If you put LeBron on the Grizzlies, are, do they not have the best record in the league? Yeah, easily. They're the second best right now in the West. You put him on that team that the best. So you that, have to that take is relative team. to the team. Yeah. So that so that's that's like LeBron that. with John Morant, right? No, that's, no, that's what I'm saying. Team. Even if you take no, but I get you, but a better so, roster, right. not just job, the whole entire roster. So take, take so, the so star so, was, so with the roster that the Nuggets have, you think that roster is the best team in the league? I think you put you put Giannis in there, I think they still got a number one record in the West. Okay, but I mean, to me, Giannis is one of those people who should be up for MVP because you put, again, you with put Giannis Joel, on the Bucks, you put Joel the number, Embiid. 
So LeBron has been on teams where you sub out any other player in the league, mm-hmm. they still don't do those same things. Okay. The last time he took um, Cleveland to the finals, Kyrie, not, I don't know if it's the last time, Kyrie was hurt. Okay. Right? Yeah. They didn't have Kyrie. He still took them to the finals. Mm-hmm. You can't sub any, like, you can't sub five different guys in there and it still gets the same result. I'm just I think I can name five guys <laughs> right now you sub out of Denver instead of Joker. And they're still, and they're still in one probably seat. the number one seed in the West. Yeah. So again, Giannis, cool. I give you that. LeBron, possibly. Embiid. Embiid, maybe. So, Jason Tatum. So, so again, I'm looking at those people that you're naming, and they all have one thing in common. Their teams are also top seeds. Wait, that's 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 all I'm saying. So again, to me, except for LeBron, right? So so hold on, so LeBron in there, he's not. So again, MVP is a team award. Uh, Best player, that's part of the best player means yes. LeBron is still the best player in the world. Agreed. But for his value to a team, it's worth the 12th seed. That's all. That's that's all my argument. That's where you lose me on the end. All right, I get you saying. Take LeBron out the picture. Who do you guys think should win the MVP? I think Joel should get it this year. He should have got it last year. Yeah, I think I think starting the season, I picked Joel. You picked Luca, <laughs> which is not a bad pick. No, Luca no, leads the league in points. Who'd you have? Did you have Giannis? Or who'd you have? I had Giannis. Man, give me yeah, give me MVP, man. Honestly, and I hate it pains me to say this. Give it to Jason Tatum. Nope. No. Give it to Jason Tatum, man. Nah, keep it. Okay. Keep it. Give it to Tatum, man. All right, because I, I don't want I don't want him thinking Kobe when he if he wins it. Yeah, he's gonna wear a Kobe jersey. <laughs> yeah. He's gonna have the wristband. He's gonna shout out to Vanessa he's, like, shut up. He's, man. Gonna, he's he, gonna switch his voice up like, uh, like, what's his name? <laughs> he all right, we're, all right. Get me out of here. Job, I'm out. Not finish. I'm out. This give me out of here. This is just an award. Give me out of here. Though. It's not true. You know what's coming. The media made that stuff a big deal. He's not doing him. it. Get me out of here. Didn't he wear like a Kobe jersey to practice? He didn't take the pictures. He didn't even post. He knew it. what he was doing. Oh my! Get me out of here. You got you got something else to say before we get out of here. You were gonna shout out to local teams. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Real quick, um, Florida high school basketball playoffs. Uh, St. Pete is back in Lakeland. They are at the state semis. They're gonna play against Mainland. If they win, they get the winner between Belen Jesuit and Jones. The top four seeds made it, which shocker. And uh, on the 4A bracket, you got Gibbs back in there. Stay, they're in the state semifinal. Am I, am I missing something over here? Oh, just the, the bloopers real, man. Keep going. Great. Sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. Childish. Childish I, can't, I can't talk with the, with the Kiki. I, my, my he was saying something to me and I couldn't read his lips. And he just kept saying it over and over. <laughs> he gives us in the state semifinals. Then I took my headphones off. <laughs> Teleprompter around here, man. Y'all always over there doing something. My bad. I'm sorry. All right, Gibbs. Sorry. Shout out to Gibbs, man. Two years in a row. Yeah. True sophomore guards. The boys are the boys is good. Do they still have the D tackle at center? Yes, yes they is do. He, he doesn't play center, he plays power forward. Uh, Sure. <laughs> <laughs> He's a D tackle going to Kansas. Shout out to bro. It's funny, they, they took a picture after they won like the regionals and he's standing like in the front. <laughs> he's clearly blocking like multiple people. <laughs> like, don't care. <laughs> bro was dead in the front. Now, shout out to Gibb, man. Look, after after the game, I was talking to uh uh one of the homies and his son plays um J V for for Gibbs. And they pulled him out of, I think it was St. P. Catholic. And I'm like, look. They were, they were a little frustrated. He was like, he should have been on varsity. He's in the same grade as the two starting guards. He's like, he's been playing with them for years. Like, they 
they all run together. They play AAU together, whatever. His son is legit, like crazy first step. And I'm like, bro, stick it out. Larry Murphy will get the most out of this kid. If he's not at Gibbs, St. Pete's the only other option. Yeah. Do not put your kid in any other local high school basketball program in the city outside of Gibbs with Larry Murphy and St. Pete with Blackwell. Don't do it. And, and there's a reason those two teams are back in Lakeland again, and they continue to make deep playoff runs. It's not, it's not a fluke. It's because of the coaches and the way they run that, those programs. Agreed. Organizations win championships. Yes, they do. Great episode, guys. Yeah. Great. Um, we, oh, we get we getting out of here now. Now you want to get out of an hour forty? You got something else? No, I, I mean, been at an hour forty. Go ahead. No, I'm just saying. I'm just, I'm just making sure. I'm asking you guys. Sometimes you have other stuff. Sometimes Unc has a question. You have football uh, stuff. No, I'm good. All right, slick Willie. Whatever. <laughs> Somebody said podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Hate this podcast. Another man. week of magic. We do make magic every time. It's a, it's a great three man weave. I love when we play the, the, the three man weave, by the way. As Breeze over here grew. Jamming. What band is this? This gotta be fan, right? You don't know this? This is Two Chains and Lil Wayne. Oh, is it? Yeah. Shake that money and make a. Oh, that song was a. What band is this though? Was it A? Is it Southern? I just it might have been Southern because it's like all horns. I hear no wind in there. Didn't you know didn't two, two chains go to an HBCU? He did. After it probably Alabama was Alabama A and T. It probably was them. Shout out to There's them. There's a video. I mean, they're in the video. Go look it up. All right, we're out. But before we go, the man to my nearest right, the one and only, on the one twos, ones and twos, pump. Yes, sir. Bumpy Johnson. Oh, hold on. Real quick. Fun fact. I found out that the real Bumpy Johnson actually was born on October 31st. Wow. What are the chances? So, nice. it's even more reason now. What are the chances? I now, like now I'm just going to excessively use that. <laughs> I like it. Pumpy. Hey. <laughs> the man to my furthest, right? He's as cool as the other side of the pillow. Breeze himself. Yeah. And I'm up. Peace.